the end, you'll smile from the inside out, feel good about yourself, and produce amazing results. And here's your host, Ignite Coach, number one best-selling author, autism mom expert, and thought leader, Dr. Ellie Griffith. What's up? What's up? What is up? And welcome to the Dr. Ali Griffith Show, Mindset, Meditation, and Motivation. You know what I'm going to say? We're in for a special treat. <laughs> I think I say that every week. Uh, this week, we are going to be speaking about empathy and autism and through the journey. I have an amazing guest today. She's actually one of special ladies that I've had the opportunity of working with throughout the year. I'm super proud of her, watching her journey through um, being um, an amazing professional, professional and watching her butterfly wings open up to now being such a huge advocate and proponent and noisemaker out there. She's now an author of a bestseller, um, The Clouds That Chase Us. Her name is Amanda Ertz, and um, I'm sorry, The Clouds That Chase Us, A Journey Into Autism. I got to make sure I have the second part. I want you to know the, the, the uh, subtitle. Before entering into school leadership, Amanda taught middle, high school, and graduate levels in the content areas of writing, English, literature, and teaching. She's dedicated to creating a more empathic, empathic, and please forgive me, I'm Caribbean, so sometimes we say it with a different pronunciation, but empathic approach to understanding, inter interacting, and connecting with individuals on the autism spectrum. Amanda resides in Lakewood, Colorado with her amazing family, and I can't wait for you to read her book because you get to hear all about her darling daughter and her amazing son and their really really cool dog <laughs> so welcome without any further delay none other than miss amanda ertz thank you for joining us today well thanks dr ali i appreciate it so we're going to go into what made you decide to write a book and why would you title it uh the clouds that chase us that chases us so the book is um a compilation of a lot of my blog posts from my blog, autismaptitude.com. And this was my way of sharing with the world my understanding of my son's journey, um, uh, growing, in, growing into the beautiful boy that he is, and my daughter's journey of, of being a neurotypical kiddo, uh, um, living and interacting and loving a, a brother who is very unique. And um, as soon as I started posting blogs, I started getting requests from people to, to, to put these into something more formal, like a book or a, um, you know, a, a, a memoir or something. And I, I kind of put it off because that seemed very daunting to me. Um, and then uh, I decided that I needed to share my story because um, there are so many parts of autism that are stigmatized and have this this uh, negative, um, you know, uh, personification about them. And I don't think that that is um, 
how we need to be thinking about it and talking about it. And because when we do that, that's the same energy we use when we're interacting with um, anyone who's on the spectrum. Uh, I think that our individuals on the autism spectrum are unique and they're beautiful and they're bright and brilliant. And there are so many things that we can learn from them um, about life and about ourselves. And so this is, this is my, um, contribution to the world uh, to, to share another perspective and another lens about autism spectrum disorder. Wow. Um, when I think about the clouds that chase us, uh, and I'm just going to be so literal about it, I'm thinking about, you know, being outside and looking up and just watching the clouds coming behind us and, and just kind of en enveloping us around us, you know, just being around us where I kind of get caught up watching clouds. So where did that title come from and how does that relate to autism? Well, it, this comes from one of my chapters that's actually titled The Clouds That Chase Us. And it's about a car ride, a very typical commonplace car ride that um, we had one day after school where I picked up the kids as usual um, and we were headed back home to, you know, have our nighttime routine and as usual, my my son uh, is is wants to talk about his day and he wants to ask questions and everything in the car and around him is something to to look at or something to investigate or to be curious about. Um, and so he is a very um, sensory seeking individual, and that's how he interacts with the world. My daughter is, is a huge extrovert, and she exerts all of her energy during the day. And then at the end of the day, she's kind of pooped. And to be quite honest, she, she needs a little bit of uh, uh, quiet downtime. Mm. Uh, and that is really hard in our car because uh, the dynamics of my children are often not um, uh, aligned. They're, they're often, you know, one is, one is at one extreme and the other is at the other. Uh, and so in this particular car ride, um, there was a lot of commotion. Um, we had, my daughter had to put on her noise canceling headphones. Mm -hmm. She got out her, her coloring book to start coloring. My son, um, was feeling overwhelmed. And then all of a sudden he started to look out at the clouds in the sky and everything else, all the turmoil, all the chaos in the car, um, it left him and he was able to look at the clouds and, uh, he asked me, what, why are the clouds chasing us? And his, his mind just totally uh, wow. transformed and he was able to focus solely on something so beautiful. And, um, and it was actually a very calming effect. Uh, and it just, it made me um, realize that I sometimes don't take the time to even look at the clouds wow. uh, or to notice that the clouds are following me. Um, because I get so caught up in my day-to-day -day of being a mom and an assistant principal and uh, a chauffeur and, <laughs> you know, whatever else it is that I, that I am doing that day, I, I wear that hat with pride um, and uh, I, I get it all done, but I forget that sometimes the clouds are chasing us and they're kind of fun clouds. Wow, wow. Um, you know, it, it takes me back to uh, Zachary and you guys my listeners out there, please make sure you like and invite others into this conversation and share it out. Um, I, it reminds me of when I used to take Zachary for drives and he would just sit down and look out the window and stare at the leaves. Like he would be so caught up in the leaves. 
And I would be like, what are you looking at? And he would have a story about it or he'd be so caught, you know, in the world of, of it that it was so, it was mesmerizing just to watch him. And when you say that, it reminds us of, you know, the times that we're in right now where we cannot go out as often and we're all kind of in the house uh, during the time of this recording. It's during the COVID-19 pandemic and we are all indoors. Um, yet we are indoors now and finally at a stage where we can stop moving or slow down that we can actually see the little beautiful things around us. So it's almost like if we're now in their world, if you kind of think about it that way, right? Because they pretty much have been home, even though they're out, they're isolated and they're often to themselves or, you know, they have such a unique perspective and they're able to stop and smell the roses and see things that we often miss. And we are all now at this slower pace where we're kind of in their wor world. So how interesting that is. Um, something else you mentioned is the fact that we often wear many hats. All right. So we're during this pandemic and most of our parents out there, whether they're with children with special needs and or not, um, we are dealing with that concept of wearing many hats. How are you dealing with wearing many hats in your home and any words of advice to help us out? It is a great question. And I actually um, wrote a blog post about this today um, because uh, oh. I honestly, it has been, it has been tough. I am, I'm not going to lie that with all of the, the, the tricks and the tools that I have in my own professional hat that I should be able to pull out and magically make work for my own children, it hasn't worked. Um, it has been, there have been temper tantrums and, you know, hours of crying and days when we couldn't get any learning done or work on my behalf. Um, there have been days when uh, not only are we quarantined at home, but we've been snowed in because it's because of the weather. Um, so it hasn't been easy. I, I'm not going to lie. There's been days that I've wanted to also have a temper tantrum and a meltdown um, and kick and scream, just like my own children do. Um, However, I have learned, obviously, as uh, an adult, that those, those often are not the right responses. I know, go me, go me, I've learned a little bit. But instead, I've, I've had to, you know, tell my children, I am really frustrated right now. I need, I need to go for a walk. Or I am feeling really out of sorts because nothing seems to be working and I'm getting nothing done. And you guys are not focused on your learning at all. Uh, so I, I need to go, uh, you know, I, I need to go find our dog, Aussie and pet her. Um, so trying to become very transparent with my kids about how I'm feeling and what I'm going to do to alleviate that feeling, because we're, we're in this together, <laughs> whether they like it or not, uh, we are in this together and the, the very least I can do for them is model, um, what a healthy response might look like to a circumstance we cannot control. Um, love it, love I, it. Yeah, yeah. Love and it. I've had to tell myself, it, I've had to give myself a little more grace. I give everyone else grace and, you know, my colleagues professionally and my family, I've given them grace all over the place, but I haven't given myself any grace to, um, you know, to, to miss a meeting, to not have something to say, to be slightly, um, you know, off kilter and it's okay. 
I love it. You know, I what I love about doing this interview series right now is that I have grown from listening and interviewing nine different autism moms, and I call them super, super moms, right? All mompreneurs, because they're all, all mompreneurs, actually. And um, what the common thread that we're all saying is that, um, you know, to take that break, to take that time out, that we're noticing that we are all, uh, our, our, our uh, energy levels and our stress levels at times, it, it goes up and down and it wavers with the children. And they're entitled their moments when they have that too. So this being close in close quarters, we're getting to see more about personalities. Now, what I love that, that you mentioned today um, that was different than any other interviews I said was that I had today was um, not today, but throughout the series was the transparency part, the transparency part of letting them know, listen, mom is frustrated right now. Like right now, mom is not happy with what's going on and I need to take a break and modeling to them how to respond to times when they're frustrated so that when they're frustrated, they can say, you know, mom. Because Zachary does this to me all the time. And like everything, everything you guys see or listen to out there, this is how our household is. Like Zachary stops and he does meditation when he wants to calm, calm himself. And he has his moments of breakdown and we look at each other because we could, we've been communicating since the beginning of time. We can talk things out. So the process you're saying of letting them know, letting them into what's going on emotionally, giving it words so they can use it later on when when they can't fully explain what's going on. They can remember your words and they love to throw them back exactly at you when you didn't expect it. You're like, oh, shucks, I gave that to you, didn't I? And um, to know that we're in this, in, that we're all in this together. Like they need to know that, listen, we're a team. It's it's you and I, it's, it's the household right now. We are one. <laughs> so we got to figure this out, whichever way that's going to make it work. So definitely great, great tips that I hope you guys heard it out there. Um, we always ask this question, you were sent here for a reason, meaning, uh, to be on this podcast, to be on this YouTube version. For those who are watching this, please make sure you will follow us on YouTube if you're listening. And if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you follow us on our podcast channels, um, or that the Dr. Ali Griffith show. Um, please let me know why do you think, and these are sound bites. So give me a sound bite of why do you think? You were sent here today for whoever's listening out there. Like what message? You were, you were sent here to give them a message. And I didn't plan them. I never plan you guys on this. I don't tell you that I'm going to ask this question. So I love it when I just get impromptu things. What do you think you were sent to, um, to deliver to our listeners out there? Uh, my message is the same every time. It's to create a more empathic approach to understanding autism. Mm -hmm. That's and what does that mean to you? What does empathic look like to you in your world? That there, there is, it's the empathy side of the human being. And it's that we may never understand what it feels like or looks like to be um, an individual on the autism spectrum and vice versa. They will never understand the way we view the world either. But it's coming from that place of um, acceptance and compassion and um wanting to understand. Um, and it's, it's coming from a place of um, non-judgment where things happen, but they're happening. And it's not necessarily good or bad or right or wrong, but 
they're happening. And uh, that, that, that is the empathic side that, um, that we as, as a society and as um, human beings in this world have to really start to understand that um, we are all unique. And we cannot expect um, an individual on the spectrum to strive uh, to become a neurotypical individual who wants to be social, who wants to interact with the world the way that we interact. Um, that is not what we have. And um, in fact, we should we should be open and accepting to um, to the world they are creating for themselves and, and, and be honored when they invite us into it. Thank you so very much. Um, during the time of this taping, we're dealing with the changes of the world. And really, I believe, I think we're truly getting a different uh, perspective of, of acceptance and that we all have really unique tendencies and unique things about us. And this whole concept of normal is so not normal. And I wish we could more hear about that and speak more about that on all platforms. Um, Amanda has out now her book and she's gonna be having an amazing companion guide and, and a really great series of video series that's gonna be attached to her book in time. Um, look out for, for some amazing things from Amanda, just spread, spreading the word of empathy, letting those know out there that, um, you know, there's more than what you see and to be open to receiving uh, why and how you can really fill into their worlds instead of us trying to make them fill into, and us, instead of us trying to make them fill into our world. So thank you so much. I love reading your book. Thank you for the honor of, of allowing me to be part of that process. Yes, she has it up. It's right in front of her. Go and get it. Make sure you do support it. Spread it out to others. If I didn't mention it before, I am a Amanda's coach. We have done some some um, some coaching together, and um, I'm super proud of her. Just just the growth and just how what a powerful noisemaker you are with um, Autism Attitude and, and all these amazing forums where you can catch her. So all of her links will be below. I want you to make sure that you follow her, share her information out. She's one of mine, so you know she comes Dr. Ali approved. And if you're here today, that means you're approving. <laughs> so um, definitely make sure that you give her some love. Uh, this has been a phenomenal, phenomenal experience. Just opening, open, opening up the airwaves to you hearing more about our perspective and for all the parents out there that are going through it to understand they're not alone. Uh, I was given a message to just deliver this to you. So it's not perfect. It's just the way we are. And it's just the really last minute project I put together for no other purpose than for you just having a source of something positive and informational and feels good inside of you um, besides all the other crap that we have listening out there. So I just want to make sure you had some of that. Thank you so much for listening and watching. And as always, I'd like to say continue to be amazing in all that you do, in your words, in your thoughts, and in your deeds. Until then, until the next time, make sure you pass it out, leave us a review. And until then, stay safe.